What's going on, guys? Who is Tunde here? Welcome to another episode of Afrobeats Weekly, your podcast about African music on the continent and the diaspora. What's going on, people? Another week, another Afrobeats pod. Shout out to you guys for always tuning in every week. Uh, we see you and we don't take that love for granted. And if this is your first time of tuning in, welcome to the show where we give you a recap of everything happening news-wise and music-wise in Afrobeats. <laughs> so once again, welcome to Afrobeats Weekly. You know how we do if you are if you are one old head here. I have to say that very slowly. <laughs> Before we get into today's episode, I need you guys to please rate and review the podcast and engage with us. It helps us grow. It helps us get noticed. So as you're listening from your favorite app right now, just leave that five-star rating and comments. Leave comments, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. On today's episode of Afrobeats Weekly, we will be discussing the Altair community and the Altair scene. What really happened to that, you know, very budding, very buzzing genre was, was thriving. Then all of a sudden, we didn't hear anything from those guys again. And as usual, new songs, spotlights of the week, turntable chats, eliminates, and all that other good stuff. What's going on, show? What's going on? What up, what up, what up? How you doing, man? I did, man. Not too bad, not too bad. How fun. How your side? I'm good, man. It was a was really good week. Um, so, yeah. Can't a complain. Spring, a spring started springing. Spring started, yo, it was raining the whole day yesterday. So, yeah, spring is pretty much around the corner. We're opposite here, man. It's been sunny. But the good news is that I got cash yesterday. I walked into the bank and there were like just like maybe 10 people. So it was very... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but it was capped at 20K. <laughs> wow, look at that. Yeah. It was like, everyone just think about, it. Just think about it. People were working on Saturdays and Sundays. On Sundays, man. They cash. sent the mail that all the banks were just sending us mails. Like, all the banks are like, open Saturday and Sunday, 9 to, nine to 5 or something. I was like, God damn it, man. <laughs> what a country. God damn. God damn. So if you're a banker right now, you're going to work. I'm sure you're like, God damn, another day, another... But yeah, we're here to keep you company. Afrobeats Weekly, thank you for tuning in on your drive to work. You've been a banker. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. I'm sure it wasn't easy yesterday or day for yesterday. But yeah, we're here. Let's kick it off with fan mail this week. It's Shane from Bagara and it says, what's good, guys? Um, I hope you are both doing well and keeping it real. I just had to drop a quick message to let you know how much I love your podcast, Afrobeats Weekly. It's my go-to source for all things Afrobeats, and I can't get enough of your witty banter and expert analysis. Yeah, talking about me, I'm very sure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys to discuss Banticular's comments on Afrobeats. I believe it was taken out of context with the short clip floating around the internet, floating around Twitter. I'd like you to talk about why Afrobeats seems to be more prominent than dancehall music at the moment. I'm not going to lie, I totally fell for this, the short clip, because I was on Akiyemi's lost page and I was like, this is, I smell hate. I was like commenting because that's the, I, I also saw that short clip and it just seemed like Bounty Killer was hating. Uh, but the interviewer asked him if dancehall still has a place in the international market and with, with, as it, with the measures of Afrobeats. And I was like, yeah, you know, good for both genres, that kind of thing. If anything, yeah, he was saying, Jamie, the, the comparison I was making was just saying Jamaican music needs to dial down, that they are too technical, that Afrobeats is very simple, like no lyrics, just has melody. 
that was where he brought the Bonner comparison and he was saying yeah and the way he says he was saying it was it was sounding like he was joking and mocking me but if you if you didn't watch the interview for beginning to end <laughs> we don't understand it's just as he was hating but to be honest that clip was actually taken out of context i actually watched it from beginning to end and Bonner boy song wasn't the song we was supposed to use to compare anyway because that song has lyrics just the chorus and you don't want your chorus to be very technical that was kind of like what he was saying anyway to answer your the last question <laughs> I just say good music and timing is what is making Afrobeat prominent. You know, right from time, we couldn't deny us the power we had. But now that we have the eyeballs and the structure, I think the time is now. I don't know if you saw that clip, sure. Yeah, so I did see that clip. And I can explain it to you, like, in two different scenarios. Now, yeah. one, I understand what he means by, you know, um, Afrobeat Afro doesn't have lyrics. And so it's just repetitive. And yeah. what he was saying... And yes, if you watch the full clip, you understand that he was trying to say both genres can be, but, you know, yeah. Jamaicans are like super aggressive, especially yeah. that type of Jamaican, super <laughs> yeah. aggressive. So it sounds like hate, but really it's not. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was just, a, it was just a poor song that he picked. Now, the other thing about it is that if you like hang around Jamaicans, Jamaicans are just like, Jamaicans are just like um, hip hop heads. Right, so there's yeah. some Jamaicans that like Jamaican, like reggae music or dancehall music, to be super dancehall. So like, there's yeah, some Jamaicans yeah, that yeah. don't really like Shaggy. There's some Jamaicans that don't really like Wayne Wonder because they're not yeah. exactly because they're not super doing reggae music. You know those kind of things. Yeah. They always wanted to be like super dancehall, and this is exactly what the problem is now. So if everybody now decided to do super dancehall music. You can you can import that like or you can't you can't import it exactly so that music can be imported because people over there can li- really like listen or hear yeah, certain correct. lyrics correct. and things of like that and people want to sing along now so now it now comes in Afrobeat comes in and just has nice melodies a nice sing along um, hooks that people are now gravitating to because that's generally the music that everybody's listening to now is just something I can sing along to. Yeah, which, so, is, which is not bad at all, man. Exactly, and Afrobeat just you know nicely enters that pocket. Now there's some Afrobeat songs that are not gonna that don't go around the world, right? We, there's certain flavor songs that you know probably won't blow. You're probably Olamide songs that probably won't blow. Yeah, because people don't know how to sing along to those songs. So it's always about what can people sing along to. What's easier for people to digest their ears to digest. True and that, that's why yeah. Afrobeat is winning. That's a very important formula in making commercial music, man. So, yeah. yeah. Again, it was taken out of context, but we kind of get where it's coming from. You know, we as old hip-hop heads have always had this argument, but I think, like, uh, this thing over the time has now come down. We've now come to know that, man, you know, you have to eat with this music thing. So there's space for you making the technical stuff and a space for you making the sing a loggy song. Anyways, let's get into today's news. <laughs> Shell from Bagada, I hope you answered your question. Thank you very much for writing us. Before getting into today's news, let me just say you guys should write us. Write us, write us, write us at fanmail at afrobeatspod.com. That's fanmail at A-F-R-O-B-E-A-T-S-P-O-D.com. So let's get into today's news. And I'm very excited about the first news here. David Doe, head up, please. And as a man of his word, <laughs> he came to his senior in March tweets and has announced a new album dropping next week, March 31st, titled Timeless. It's the trilogy. I think it's the end of the trilogy of the 
a better time, a good time, a one time, two time. So we have time left. <laughs> uh, he's also hosting a special live event, a timeless night in New York, Lagos, and London in April. The shows will take place in Irving Plaza, New York on 2nd of April, Coco in London, 5th of April, and TBS in Lagos, 23rd of April. Mm. That's going to be very big. I don't know if you're going to That's see madness, man. I don't know what's crazy. Like, but doing TBS is, is, is up there, man. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's up there. I don't know how that production is going to look like. I don't, but I'm, I'm very excited for this one. I think it's one of the you know, very, very, very huge venues. So let's see how they're, how they're going to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. So one man said I'm dropping an album on the 31st, and another man said I'm moving my album release from 31st to 7th of April. One day Kola decided to delay his release of his upcoming album, Legend or No Legend, by one week. Is it because of the David dates? I'll let you guys no. answer that question. No. Call. It was actually it was actually done before that. I was done before that. All right. All right. Done before that. Because I was actually checking because like when it was last week, I was like, are you, you sure, sure he didn't have intel? Yeah. He didn't have intel that David is coming. Maybe he had intel. Maybe he had intel. But I'm just saying, like, I was checking because I was like, I went to this page and he had nothing on nothing. the album coming oh, out because okay. he used to have it before. And I was like, huh? So I went to go check for the album and I saw that the date had been like updated. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So seven of April it is. I mean, gives us another week to week in between for reviews. I love it. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Finally, Rema has made history as his hit single, Calm Down, becomes the highest charting African song on Billboard Hot 100. Calm Down moves to number eight and has now surpassed Whiskey's Essence remix featuring Thames and Justin Bieber as the highest charting African song on Billboard Hot 100. The song is also the most watched Nigerian music video on YouTube as it has surpassed over 230 million views. Yeesh. Damn. The past over a billion streams across all platforms. Again, Damn. that song, like, like I tweeted and you, you know, like we we're both saying, we didn't, I, if, I mean, we knew it was going to be big, but we didn't see it being this big. Never saw it being this yeah, big, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we knew it was going to be like, okay, Serena Gomez, nice one, but I, I didn't see it, you know, and I think it's still climb from that age because it is all over social media, like people are singing along to it, like it's all over my TikTok, Instagram, all those places, so I think it's still climb, maybe number five, if possible, go number one because, you know, <laughs> early days and I haven't really heard like any American songs like that that are really popping. But yeah, let's see, man. Big ups, Rema. Huge, huge achievement there, man. Huge achievement. So let's get into today's main topic. And it was, you know, <laughs> inspired by a fresh air now deleted rant that got me thinking what really happened to the Nigerian altar scene. So the backstory, it kind of like started with Aya Star's post with a famous TikTok influencer. You know, they were both dancing to this Aya Star song, you know, no more promo stuff, but they had this Aliyah or aesthetic with the bra top and the open stomach and the very short skirts and, you know, fresh air. And people were saying that this is, that they were copying Ote people. Aya Star was copying Ote people. And fresh air, obviously, very passionate about that movement. He jumped in and he said, Aya Star doesn't have to co-sign anyone for sure as she doesn't owe them that but a form of collab at some point would have been ideal personally i would love to see a mainstream artist like herself work with ashley okoli or Deto black 
these two people you mentioned, that's what that's the end of his um, rant. These people you mentioned are like Altair, fashion, you know, community. They they carried the team for head very well. So <laughs> so obviously people were not having it. Um, they were saying it was gatekeeping Altair, feeling entitled, and it just got me thinking like what really happened to this movement. So if you don't know what Altair music is, or just basically. I'd say Nigerian alternative music, and that's at the core of it. But with their music, they were very experimental, you know, genre benders, all those kind of things. And with their fashion, they were bold. You guys wear like baggy pants, all these obscure outfits. The babes wear short skirts, crop top, they would dye their hair. They're very rebellious, very bold. It was like a lifestyle, kind of like the, this subculture that they call it. It was like a subculture. And at its peak, they had like SoundCloud on lock. Like, you go to SoundCloud, play an Odyssey song. Next recommendation was also a fire, you know, or 10 person. You'd be like, this person Nigerian. And you go to their, their Instagram and you see that they're Nigerians. These guys had good music. I also like the fact that they were collaborating with each other. Anyways, long story short, the lifestyle came, he picked, and it kind of just fizzled out. Although some people are still, like, championing the sound and, you know, all these kind of things. It's no longer what it used to be. So, I... I don't know what really happened to that sound. Okay. So it's such a weird thing to say, like nothing has happened to the Alte sound. Absolutely nothing has happened to it. Right? Yeah. But you but let's just understand that when the Alte like scene kicked off, most of them were not known. Yeah. Right? Most of them, you know, hung out with themselves. They chilled with themselves. So each person knew themselves. They did the music by the, you know, with each other. They were basically all by themselves. So let's just put it like that. They were all by themselves. However, you, then they're not the same way now because everybody grew. So Fresh L, which was part of like DRB, right? Yeah, yeah. I think DRB last giddy. If, if yeah, yeah. DRB last giddy. Are they all together? Nope. Exactly. They, you know, they branched out. Um, what was the what was the click again? The three, the four man click. Um, I can't remember those guys, but I can't place their name yet. But yeah, exactly. I, 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 I can't remember their names. But the four man click, and they had that one singer, which I can't remember his name right now, which is so weird. Um, and we talked about his music last week. Um, and so they branched out. Um, Santi, who was going by a different name by, back then, he branched out like Odusi, he's yeah. branched out. Everybody is branched out. So everybody's moved on. Everybody has like now, people have label deals. So they're now no more Altair, as you want to put it. They're now mainstream artists, right? Because they're doing now mainstream arts. They're, they're having Afro beats, you know, yeah. music and all that thing. So everybody has branched out. Yeah, all these guys and they're doing well right now, right? All branched out, all grown, and again, you know the the Afro beats. That's the music, obviously. The that we are quoting is exactly. um, Yeah, it's it's now umbrella. Yes, it's now (laughs) bigger. So like, even if so, it drowns everything. It's not just it doesn't just drown. It doesn't just drown or it drowns hip hop, drowns R and B, drowns like if you if you're an old time musician now and you come out, they're going to label you Afro. They're going to label you an Afro beat musician. (laughs) For sure, it just just basically drowns everything. But these guys are still there, like you said, 
some of them are still championing the cause, still putting out music in the way and in the format that they like it, and their fans are still eating it up. So I think it's still, exactly. yeah, the movement is still there. It's just it's just a bigger touchlight on the mainstream music coming out of Nigeria called Afrobeat. So yes. So my, my point is that, and all of them still collaborating with Afrobeat artists. So like last week we just last week I, I can't remember again, but. You know, we have different um, Altay like um, alumni who we who we feature on this show who have a song with a different Afrobeat yeah, artist. Yeah. Like, are we gonna say, oh, um, oh, look, the Afrobeat artist has pulled this Altay act in to give him shine? No, they just it seamlessly happened. How they collaborated, we don't know how they met up, but it has happened. So for him now to come up and say, all right, star. Um, should pull those guys in like it has to be seamless it has to happen there has to be a part where they'll collaborate or they'll meet each other and they say oh look I like your style I like it oh you know what let me you know this is something I used to do but if they never met and maybe Arasta doesn't know about that yeah. you can't put it on her to say oh you should have collaborated with these people that, that makes no, I, I don't know man but that makes no sense to me yeah it doesn't Again, but you have to give these guys some shout out, man, because all this, you know, being bold and being different and all these things, it came from these Altair guys. I'm not going to lie, man. Give them, we have to give yeah. them credit. Yeah, a lot of people like, like bashing them, like, oh, the general, all these rich and entitled people, they should be, they've gone back to that, they're no longer, but all these guys you have, like Rema, Ayasta, and all these guys, somehow, some way, were inspired by these guys because of their, you know, originality. So now, all the, they were doing it when it was the time when people were bashing them and saying, what are you doing? How are you dressing like this? Why are you opening your breasts? All these kind of things. But, you know, now everybody has come to enjoy it and that is pretty much what, we're, what everybody's going through now. So, yeah. Shout yeah, out. Okay. I don't know. It just, it, just felt, it just felt funny because I don't see, I don't see like, you know, everybody or someone coming out of the blue now and say, you know what? Right now you have a big hit now, but you should you should feature um Dubanjo. Everybody yeah, should start featuring yeah. Dubanjo because yeah. Dubanjo was the first person that went. Nobody says that. Like nobody ever says that. Everybody I, I, I guess it was just in the lobby. It was just in this passionate um space. <laughs> Let me just get it nah. to you. But yeah, there's there's, nah. there's no need for that. If the future wants to happen, it's to happen. It will happen, happen, man. I, and the group we, we were trying to remember was LOS. Ah. I had to Google Thank it. you very much, my goodness. Uh, oh. I, I just had to Google it. I was like, no, we can't forget. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if it should happen, if it should happen, I believe that Fresh Fred is in a capacity right now that he can make it happen. Yeah. He's not he's not a small artist again that people don't know about him. People know about him. So he can make it happen. He can make the phone call happen. He can you know, hook those guys up and say, hey, look, man, your style came from this person. He can make it happen. So he should yeah. make it happen. It should be yeah. a tweet. It should be a story or whatever it was. Yeah. Make it happen, man. <laughs> yeah. And there you have it, guys. The Altair sound is still very much there. You guys check them out. The Odunces, the, you know, all these other guys. I have my top five Altair, which I'm going to go to when we get to that section. But for now, let's get into new music. No albums this week. Next week, we are going to eat. We are going to feast on albums. But yeah, this week, we just have a lot of new music. Um, we are starting off with Soweto Remix by Vitoni, Rema, and um, what's that guy's name? London, I believe. Tempo. Tempo, yeah. Tempo, the producer. Anyways, 
Yeah. I think the only problem I had with this remix was the the problems I have with like remixes being released remix this year. I've released original song this year. Next two years, you now release the remix when everybody is tired of it. Everybody <laughs> remix. Everybody tired. Uh, they kept everything from the not no more changes from the first um, song. So if you like the first song and you're not really tired of it, it's still it's still very much the same thing but with different verses. So if it's your jam, you can still run it up, man. You still run it up. But as for me and my household, I don't tell you. I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> oh, bro. Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. yeah. Another fire song that is causing chaos all over my timeline. I can't seem to scroll five tweets and not see this song or something on this song. Is Declan Rice by Odumodu Black. This one has been generating a lot of calls. Again, I really love Odumodu Black. I love the movement. It sounds fresh, sounds original. I love how it tweets like, you guys can't, you know, stop me. This is me. So people be like, oh, it's copying Black. But like, yeah, I'm copying the formula that works. So he, he, he has the whole thing on lock. He's in, he's in a big label now. So they're really pushing him. Um, you hear him immediately and you believe like what he's talking about. He has this conviction in his voice. But this particular song, for me, I don't know, first few listens, it didn't really enter like that. I don't know, there's something about the melody for me that, that is not sticking. But a lot of people like this, and a lot of people have been tweeting about it. Whiskey is on it, you know, all these other musicians, everybody's tweeting about it, putting it on their stories. So it's going to be, let's see how this song will perform, like when it goes mainstream and when the people are digesting it. What say you? Yeah, probably it's gonna like you said the same thing. Um, but I, I can listen to it. It's not something that you know that's you know crazy, crazy dope. But I can listen to it, and also it's gonna have a fresh life. I believe you know when someone else jumps on it, yeah, it, it'd be so funny if it then goes mainstream and then gets to the actual person that the song is about, which is <laughs> <laughs> Premier League player. All of a sudden, that's that's full mainstream. It can kick into the UK and all that thing. So yes, it might be one of those songs you never know. So yeah, yeah, you never know. Declan Rice by Odumodu Black. Another song we have here, No Doubt by Wani and Odusi. This just sounds like one you know early nineties R and B song. Produced by a guy called <laughs> Wi-Fi God. Um, cool song. Sounds different from what you have out there. Give it a spin if you haven't. <laughs> Wani and Odusi, no doubt. Yeah, yeah like this. this yeah, this song for me, like, I, I love the Wani part. Like, yeah. Yeah, first of all, like, I'm a big Wani fan. So yeah. that's no, that's no, I'm not hiding that. Um, so, yeah, that part of his part of the song was just so nice. I don't know, like, I was still trying to, I'm, I don't know if I'm still trying to get used to the Dunsi, like, um, yeah. verse in my head. But the Wani, like, singing hook and everything, like, I, I loved it. I, I want to hear more from him. Oh, okay. Like, I literally need to hear more from him. He's given us like two EPs now that I loved, right? Yeah. So I need a full, well, not like I need I a full yeah, like album yet. Yeah, but I need something. I need something more. So, yeah. All right. No doubt by Wani Anadusi. Check it out. Um, we've also got Plans by Yaya. This one is just basically. Afro pop meets I'm a piano lock drums. You can hardly go wrong with that kind of thing. Cool jam. Nothing too over the top for me. Yeah, yeah. Another descent entry, you know, riding on the I'm a piano wave. So that, that's what I took out from there. 
yeah, man, Young is still still at it, you know, still going at it, you know, still releasing good music. Yeah. So when every time people just like, yo, yo, man, where's this person? He's right here. <laughs> he's right you know, here. Exactly. <laughs> he's right here, man. He's releasing the music that you people want, but it's it's no way that you people would like I, I get it, it's twisted sometimes because some people were like, Oh, it's not a hit. Nah, it's only you that can make it a hit. Exactly. You can't make it a hit. It's like if you make it a hit, then you know it's there. So this is a song right now. It's not different from anything else, you know. So you can yeah. slide it straight into your playlists exactly. and blow it up. Yep, exactly. Another song you can just slide into your piano playlist, Balode by CDQ, Debange, Antimaya. To be honest, I didn't see that combination coming at all <laughs> from, from any angle at all. From Timaya angle, from CDQ angle, from I didn't even see it coming. <laughs> did it every day, did it, but yeah, but I kind of like it. It's very catchy. And I think that if this, you know, it's like all those songs that if you just, if you can hack radio or social media, it'll take off. Yeah, very catchy. I'm a piano song too that we, we didn't see coming. Fits right into like this is such a random, such a random uh, collaboration. Random like I was just yeah. like, what? Very random. <laughs> well, like yeah, so yeah, this is funny. But yes, I can, I can see this. I can see this. Yeah, exactly. Being part of like a DJ's mix, um, it wouldn't do too bad. Yeah, it wouldn't do too bad at all, man. We've got Loyals and Colors, My Baby by Magics. Another two-pack strategy to see which one sticks. One love song and one dancehall song. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> oh, man, the love song, man. The long song. Yeah, the love song. It, the dancehall song kind of sounds... I know it's the, the comparison with Ruga are going to come, especially that they're on, like, affiliate labels. But, yeah, I think it's just trying to see, again, what sticks. They're trying to push. And it's a very early push. And I like the love song, too. Very dope. And I think that works. And I think that's a great skill and a great style to do yeah. because that's exactly how it was done back in the 90s. I love seeing this come back because in the 90s, you had side A, you had side B. Yeah. You know, flip side of the single. Like, exactly. And one of them would do better in certain, you know, so one of them would do better in urban radio, one of them would do better in pop radio. So it could be that one of them would do better in radio and one of them would do better the dance clubs and with the DJs and stuff like that. So that makes sense. And it's a good strategy because you can't just sit down on your ass and just wait for one song. True that, true that, true that. Attack, right. attack both sides. So, yeah. Nicely to formulate, especially if you have a machine behind you and you're recording all the time. Because I'm sure all these guys have like records upon records that they've recorded. But the label will be like, yeah. okay, you can't push it out now. So just push out two songs, three songs, EP, four songs, EP. See what sticks. If you want to do different styles, do different styles. Just see what sticks and what people like. And you can just now start, you know, creating music towards what your audience likes. So yeah, big ups, Magics, big ups, Mavens. And there you have it. Those are all the songs we listen to this week. No albums this week, but next week, the video is coming up our week. One day call is coming. <laughs> stay tuned, stay locked in. See, let me just say in advance now. Hmm? This album is five over five. <laughs> I don't care what you say. In advance, it's a five over five album. No. So you should take it. No, no. Hey, I'm just joking. We can't. We can't no. best to be very objective about the album when it drops. So you guys should come back same time next week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the spotlight uh, of the week. Uh, my spotlight of the week this week is a guy named Hot Kid. He's someone I've been rooting for. Um, he's part of that. My, you know, my mama said boys. He has a song. He had a song out with uh, Oli, I think last year. 
That's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was hot, kid. If you don't know. The name of the song I want you guys to listen to this week is called Jambo. I don't, I can't place where it took that sample from, but it's a very upbeat fire song. So spotlight of the week this week, Hot Kid with Jambo. Let's segue nicely into the charts this week. It's a lot of movements up and down, a very huge jumper. I didn't see that one coming, but we'll get there. Let's start with number 10, RTID, Kiss Daniel, staying on the same spot. Coming down, Jolie by Cade. New on the chat this week, Patino the Stop, Adekone Gold, and Zinoliski. At number 8, at number 7, we have Ashiwaju by Ruga, another new jam, debuting at number 10, uh, debuting at number 6, Ara Gengentin by Bella Schmurda. Stability holds on to the same spot at number 5, Rema's Holidays coming down, number 4. Soso by Omale is coming down at two, number three. Number two, Rising, Who's Your Guy, Remix, Pyro, and Sewa Savage. Now we have the number one song, BNXN, Cheese Daniel, She Vibes with Wagalada. I think this song doesn't want to Jeez. I think Spyro might just give this song yeah. a push. Yeah. Yeah. I think Spyro and Tua Savage's first song on the charts next week. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. Okay. And uh, I think Declan Rice is going to make an appearance on the charts. I don't know where, but we have been seeing everybody push it. I think might just make one appearance on the charts. So, yeah. Look into my crystal ball. See you next week. <laughs> For my predicts. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's move on to the five. Nice. This week, I have... My top five alter guys, you know, guys that like I was really into when that movement was at its peak. And number five, I have a guy called Elo. Um, he's an alternative RB singer, songwriter, music producer. Just go and listen to his 2018's mixtape in Set's project name. Super, super talented guy. And number four, I have Lady Donnelly. I consider her the first lady of the movement. You know, she has been consistent with putting out music. You know, I think there are like four projects. She's worked with David Doe, Emma, Adekone Gold, SDC. Another very important hotel figure. Number three, I have Pretty Boy Dio, one of my absolute faves. Very high energy. He does this like streets hotel, if, <laughs> if I call it that. You guys should listen to his Everything Pretty debut album. Very fire stuff. And number two, I have none other than Cruel Santino, aka Santi. This is one <laughs> who is not afraid to experiment with the sound. Sometimes he hits, sometimes he misses. He sings, he writes, he directs videos. He's currently signed to Interscope Records. He just does music as he likes it. And to be honest, his fans love him for that. They ride with him. If you just say something bad about Santi, they're going to come for you. It's like the whiskey in that space. <laughs> <laughs> At number one, I have Odunsi the Engine. If there was like a poster boy for the hotel movement, to me, it was Odunsi. I heard that Times of our Li- Time of Our Lives album and I was just wild. Unfortunately, he's one of those musicians that like disappearing for longer periods and come back and disappear and drop on song. But yeah, <laughs> and this is my number one. And that's my fives, top five all-time movements this week. All right. Um, so great list. Can't take anything away from your list. Um, I'm doing my own top five. I, I put it like my my Altair Mount Rushmore. Ah, okay. Uh huh. You see that? Yeah. Nice, nice ring to it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I know the guys that we did. <laughs> okay. 
so in no particular order, but in such a but the fact the last two will be in order. <laughs> okay, I get. I'm going to do it like that. I get a kind of list. I get it exactly. So at number five, I have Falana. Yeah, who's yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think she's an amazing musician. Um, you know, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm gonna take Falana out of the lists. Ah, okay. Doing it really. Doing I'm gonna put someone time. on the list. I'm gonna put someone on the list that we. We remember, but people have forgotten. I think I know who you want to say. You already know who it is. Right? Yeah, I already you know, know who it is. <laughs> exactly. At number five, yeah, the number one, the mother, the mother of the all ten movements. If yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, we should give people flowers," yeah, oh, we do not know where she is right now. Yeah. At number five is Timmy Dollface. Yes, sir. That's the one. Man. So, one. if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, and you're like, "Who is that?" Exactly. That's just, the, that's just Google her. That's all we need to find out who she is. Look for her. Look for her music videos. Look for anything. That is the mother of the Altem movement in Nigeria or whatever you want to call it, yeah. Afrobeats or whatever, however you want to place it. But that is the mother of the, the Altem movement, Tammy Dollface. That's number five. At number four, I'm giving it to Dunsi. Like you mentioned, Odunsi the engine is he, uh, he's he he is the poster boy. He's the face. He gave us the war EP with Nonso Amadi. Yeah. And the next year he gave us like an album. I remember like the very next year he gave us an album. That album um had like Define with David Doe. Like I said, Ote started featuring Afrobeat artists and he he blew up. He had star signs with Run Town. Um, and he had like I can't remember. I think he had like a song with Nasty C as well. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, had yeah. like this one single which was called Tipsy in 2019, which was a dope song. And now he's like he's out there, he's blown. Can't really consider him all 10 anymore because he's blown. Um, so that was that's number four. Number three is kind of weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> number three is kind of weird because I have two people in this. I'm sorry, I'm putting two people as That's my fine. number three. three That's fine, three right? Three <laughs> Carry okay, on. exactly. So number three one, my number three one, and number three two. Okay, so number three one is Boj. Mm, yeah, you got to get those guys out. Yeah, Boj is the one that came out of LOS and Blue. Yeah, and he's beyond whatever he can. He can do a show in London now and have Whiskey come up on his yeah. set. Like that's blown. Like yeah, it's, it's I don't know what else. Yeah, exactly. That's that is blown. Like he's on every, pretty much everybody's features. Like he can get any features that he wants. Boj is that guy. Deserve. At my three, at my three two is someone who released, I believe, one of the best albums. In when Altair was doing Altair, um, you definitely know who he is. <laughs> I don't really need to say who he is. In fact, that you, you're trying to think about it, but just let's say this. Before people were Japan, somebody released an album way back in 2014 called Passports. Yep. And that was and that was Teiwa. I'm getting this left, right? Guys, man. Dude, that dude is, and he's blown now. Like, let's forget about anything. But he's blown yeah. now. He's he's on. He was on Whiskey's lap. Well, the yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was. He was making like yeah. True Love. Exactly. He was on True Love. Yeah. And that Making-Lugas guy is on that album too. Yeah. Exactly. And that guy is beyond. Is beyond it. 
So that's that's number three. At number two, I believe is the collective that helps Alte mm. rise to the top. And without without them, I don't think Alte would have had the exposure. That's yeah. that's to me. I believe SDC belong at number two of the Altair movement as a girl father today. I see it, I see it. I see it. Because I see it. once they started the Palm Wine movement, they started yeah. featuring every single Altair artist yes, and yes, everything yes. just started rising to the top. I see, I see that. I see that synergy between both of them. Yeah. Dude, man, come on. You know I do this. <laughs> I see it. Let me see Yeah, number one. I want to hear, I want to hear this. You should know who number one is. He's the godfather of Altair movements. He's the, he's the main Altef daddy of this whole Alternius. Yeah, you have to be talking about Black Magic. You know this, brother. Yeah, yeah you know I know this. this. <laughs> my heart was you my mouth for a second. Like, what is Black Magic on this on this Mount Rushmore? You yeah. this. this is the Altef godfather of it all. Black Magic. Repete. Bro. That was the sound that changed everything. He was that guy. Like he was that guy before, you know. Black Magic 1.0 flew through everything that had Rainbow, that had Tomorrow, mm. that had. I, I think you give me what I'm going to bump in the gym tomorrow, man. It's Black Magic. Yo, man, that had Serena, that had Graffiti. Yeah, I, I need that. I need to. I need to bump the album again. You know that album was. It was great. It was great. It was very great. Yes, those first two albums from Black Magic. 1.0, 2.0. Bro, bro, bro. I don't know what else to say, man. Yeah. That's it, man. Fire list, that's man. Fire list. That's no no matter that list at all, man. No matter the list. You are the list. No matter the list. So let's get into Eliminate in preparation for Davido's album, The Genesis, which when we're reviewing it that year, we called it The Genesis of OBO. <laughs> have you ever let me ask you, like, have you Thoughts change. I think we give it like a maybe three points. We give it like a three point one over five. But listening back now, or always going back to it, maybe once in a while, do you think like would you rate it any differently? I think I think it it stood the test of time. Yeah, the fact that 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 album actually stood the test of time, and and that's a dope. <sighs> you you got to understand that that's his first album. And he has gone on to do like amazing and great things. Yeah. Right. And at that point, would we have thought that, you know, David O would be a star like he is Never now? Doubt, man. Exactly. Like I we we know who we we always thought would be the stars. We thought Whiskey would be the star. Boom. He did that. We thought Burner would be an international star from jump, yeah. from the jump. Yeah. He did that. We thought one day was gonna be an international star. He didn't do that. <laughs> um, and David O I mean people just said oh yeah he makes he made a really good album made nice good singles but did we think he was going to be this monster no we didn't nah, so no, yes no. test of time being the first one I'd say 3.5 or 3.1 which yeah. we get I, I think I, I think it's still about right I think a 3.1 was and I think to be honest we were one, like one of the people that still give him like a higher rating because everybody was just bashing the album like I can still remember clearly people were bashing that album but we were kind of like you know you guys should give it. I don't know, there's some bad songs there, but anyways, <laughs> let's get to the eliminate eight songs. We're gonna start with um Dami Duro versus all of you. All of you. So Dami Duro versus all of you. What say you? 
I don't mind him like a fair fight or just maybe same. It's not a fair fight. No, it's not a fair fight. Emma, Dami. All of you eliminated. Um, Battle of the B Red songs. New school teens versus you know, the, 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 no visa. You can't remember all those songs, right? <laughs> New school teens versus oh no God. visa. <laughs> my God. In Battle of the B Red songs, what say you? I'll say new school things because that that's yeah. I'll say new school things. Yeah, new school things for me too. New school things yeah. for me. So let's do battle of the features. I love this. I love both features for you with two baba and feel all right with ice prince for you. For you, you, you. And every time we fight, that's all that to me. That was the underrated, underrated song of that album. But yeah, for you two baba, feel all right featuring ice prince. Yo, man, this is so crazy. Like, cause back then. Ice Prince was a mega star. Yeah. Just imagine, my, Ice Prince was a mega star back then. Tubaba was already in legend status. Yeah. <laughs> it was already in legend status like 13 years ago. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for that, I'll go with For You. All I'll right. go for you. Feel All Right, Eliminated. That's my song. Sure doesn't like it too much. Let's go with Ekuro and Back When I Was Broke Yo versus Ekuro. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ekuro will give him the, you know, give him the, what they call it, to make, to make very good music. Because it was the formula that worked. Anyways, that literally that I want to say that I want to say that Ikoro is the, is the birth of Davido hits yes give him that yes within, exactly yeah within Ikoro is like a lot of Davido hits have come from that True, sound yeah, those singy songy type of yeah. Yeah. yo like and people wouldn't understand that because it came too early yeah, and he exactly. didn't like you know what he was like nah man this is it and he somehow found a way to flip it and flip it for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So <sighs> back when let's not let's not let's on not remember how, how huge that song was. On these beats they be yeah. No man, but before that. I think whichever one you should be playing. <laughs> I'm going back when, man. Please. Alright. Back when has it. So let's move on. Damiduro versus for you too, Baba. I don't think it's a fair Damiduro. <laughs> back when versus new school things, another non-fair fight. <laughs> let's just move to the finals. No need to answer. <laughs> so we have David Biro versus back when. <laughs> Doing battle, what is your the top song on the genesis of OBO, like we named it? I'm I'm air drumming. That's the problem. I'm air drumming right now. Like yeah, I've, been drumming drumming like, <laughs> I've been air drumming for the past like <laughs> I don't know, but yo. All I know that all I know is that look, when that video came out, right? Yeah. That new video was like, I don't think there's a there's been a there's been a hype for a video bigger nah, than man. that like nah. in 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 that drum yeah, music wow. history. I don't think so. I can't remember because that video everybody was like, look, you need to go watch that. Like that video was like yeah. it was a moment because when I mean, they shut down, like I think it was Osborne, shut yeah. down Osborne in the middle of the night. 
shoot that video with the bridge, like fly over a bridge over, over. Oh, come on, man. Come on. That, nah, that, that was a moment. And that, that made him a superstar. So I'm going with Dami Duro. All right. With that, Dami Duro takes this week's Eliminate of the video's first album, The Genesis of OBO, like we named when we reviewed it. <laughs> with that, we've come to the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Afrobeats Weekly. We hope you enjoyed it. New episode of the podcast drops every Monday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you do your podding from. We would love to hear from you. Use the hashtag Afrobeats Weekly. Please leave us comments, suggestions, and send new music to fanmail at afrobeatspod.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram on Afrobeatspod. We will catch you in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace out. Thank you.